0: Pretty down night right now It's Taco
1: Tuesday Taco Tuesday I got the
2: cheese, she tasting the Kool-Aid Migo the plug, Guadalupe She gonna do
3: what the group's like a print your bed before you leave so if you have a shitty ass day at least you come home to a nice crisp he literally no I had an honorable he always mention. does this shit by the way he says we're gonna have three strict limit of three and then he says so I have some honorable mentions and list off ten fucking things
2: and you know some people thought about it and they and they believed him and they drafted Lamar Jackson in fantasy and they went on to beat all y'all sorry asses you guys ready for Woody's Weird News? Yeah, oh, sorry. Oh, not yet. I need the
3: oh, instrument. music. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit.
1: Sorry. But
2: now it's time for another episode of Woody's Weird News. This is the part of the show where Woody comes on and says some weird news. That one was... I know. I couldn't get the voice. I drank too much beer. That's way better. I'm keeping the shit out of that. It sounded you, awful. <laughs> you do need to keep Flounder's one, the
3: whole thing, where he's like, uh, uh, oh, shit.
2: That one needs to stay for sure.
3: All right. So starts with the former Youngstown State University receiver who was an undrafted uh, signee out of Air- for the Arizona Cardinals – who uh, got arrested for a DWI by oh. driving into Lake Erie?
1: Wow! Um, shit.
3: I'd love to know how drunk you have to be to drive into Lake Erie. And like, there's a picture on the article of them pulling the car out of the fucking lake. He Michael Scotted it, man. He looks no, to- and exactly, and like hard. I posted it to our little group snap or our group chat. Groups, group group Yeah, that one. And it's the end of the podcast. You know I'm drunk. And um, and as soon as I posted, I was like, "Wait, I have to post the Michael Scott gif, or somebody else will." And it was like, "No, this is a lake." Yeah. But holy shit! How do you? How are you so drunk? You drive into a fucking lake, and not just a lake, like a massive fucking yeah, lake. Like Gary's Cary. a, a big lake.
2: <laughs> did it come out where he was drunk? Like they know he was drunk. It was yes, like was
3: drunk. oh, okay. convicted of DWI. He
1: must have fallen asleep. I, uh, he
2: probably fell asleep and drove off the road. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Really,
3: but, that's really logical explanation. But it's now. not like um, it's
2: not like, like in the Michael Scott one where they're like you know, where he's like uh, he doesn't see the lake really. He yeah. just kinda ends up driving. You saw the fucking lake. Oh yeah, it's Lake you Erie.
3: Saw you saw Lake saw it. Erie. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come um, out of
1: nowhere. It didn't sneak up on him.
3: <laughs> no, he did end up getting released uh the next day, about four hours after the news broke so
2: what's up with the Cardinals and the receivers was this a receiver is that what you said
3: yeah with uh who are you talking? the receivers um, that getting DWI's uh, uh who was it um, Floyd Floyd Michael Floyd oh, yeah, Michael that Floyd. dude fell asleep did you ever see that twice video? he had
2: two WIs what a fucking idiot
3: did you see that, that video weird. of the second dude. one though when he fell asleep when he fell salad. asleep at the wheel at a stoplight so apparently he was on his way home after the flight and he got hammered on the flight Dude, call a fucking Uber.
2: <laughs> and this wasn't – Michael Floyd wasn't like a guy making minimum. Like he had earned some no, money. He, he could have afforded good. an Uber.
3: Oh, yeah. He, no, was, he was good. A receiver. Like – That completely derailed problem. his career.
2: What, yeah. What, sure. what do you think his career earnings were? Uh,
1: 12 mil. Had to be at least – I was going to say maybe 15, but I
3: think I just have 15 on the rain today. <laughs> oh, but Imagine
2: I'll, like I'll, earning that much money.
3: And not calling an Uber or asking one of your sober teammates to take you home. They all, Dude. there has to be several people on that team that live in the same neighborhood as him, because there's only a certain number of neighborhoods that NFL players live in. Dude. So a couple things.
2: One, um, I used to say, why don't teams just hire drivers for all their players, but they don't want that. They, they don't mind this, this no. shit happening. And then they get to release yeah. players for free. They don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, secondly, Floyd, uh, Michael Floyd earned, Nineteen million dollars in his career. Wow, really? He signed a rookie signing bonus of almost six million when he was drafted wow. by the Cardinals in twenty. He was out of Notre Dame, right? Really good, dude. The
1: Cardinals. Uh, so with I don't. Him.
3: Yeah, Notre Dame.
1: The Cardinals with him, and then who was that other receiver that they had? I feel like they had another guy, but then the last. Well, his, one his one.
3: name's Larry Fitzgerald. Well, obviously, so, Larry. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: talking
1: about Isabel. Something Isabel. Andy oh. Isabel. Andy Isabel. No, I'm talking about a couple
3: of years ago when they had Michael. I know Floyd. who you're talking about. Yeah. Um they, uh, they, had they had
2: Nelson. They had they had uh, uh No, they had J uh, J J Nelson?
3: JJ J. Nelson. Something oh, with J. J. But y'all
1: know um, who I'm talking about. But yeah, they had Larry, Michael Floyd. Like they were good. Like Michael Floyd yeah. was a
2: good wide receiver. Uh, they had Brown. They had John Brown. John Brown.
1: John Brown. That's right. That's right. Um, I don't
2: know that's okay. That. So he played four years with the Cardinals on his rookie contract, earned, you know, whatever, a couple million, seven, yeah. eight million, something like that. Then signed a one year deal with the Patriots got the first DWI, got kicked off the Patriots, re signed with the Cardinals, and got that second one, got kicked out, and then had some, you know. All right. Like, dude, what are you doing? He could, he was talented. He earned 19 million. That could have been easily, he could have easily earned 40, 40 50 million yeah. just by not being a fucking idiot. Yep. Story of a lot of guys in the league. <laughs> All right. Which is why, like, as bad as like the Chris Carter thing is when he told the rookies to have a fall guy, <laughs> like you can't tell the you can't say that publicly. He's yeah. not wrong. He's
3: not wrong. Not right. wrong.
1: Have you your need to have a guy that'll get jail you for home.
3: You. Your best friend can be hammered as fuck. Just make sure he drives you home and you pay his fucking lawyer bills.
2: Yeah. And, and then when the yeah. cop pulls you over and you know, he's like, this one's going to jail. You, do you have a ride? Oh yeah, let me, you know, call whoever. Figure, figure it out it out. First of all, you shouldn't be in that situation because you Uber or find somebody sober. Yeah, it's too a fucking limo. The NFL player should definitely never be the one drunk driving. No, no, one, so should no really one should be. No one should be, but the NFL player definitely should. If broke college kids can afford an Uber, and NFL players can afford a fucking Uber.
3: Y'all ready for this one? Yeah, next one. <laughs> a Canadian store had to temporarily close after every item scanned comes up as Mr. Potato Head.
1: <laughs> How in the
2: hell? Also, that's like those memes where they're like me when I, it's somebody running out of the store looting with a TV and it was like <laughs> me when I go to the self-checkout and scan a TV as two limes or some shit. Yeah. Like yeah.
3: So first, I want to know What store is still selling Mr. Potato Head? That was yeah. Two. I want to know what genius was behind this, (laughs) because it was clearly a hack.
1: Our government. It's
3: a great (laughs) prank.
2: This is some. It's either an amazing prank or it's like the lamest glitch in a uh, computer software of all time.
3: This is some dude who was way too smart and was like. I could steal somebody's identity, but instead, I'm gonna make this store's POS system show up as Mister Potato Head.
2: Oh, they they fired they fired some high school kid that was just looking for a high school job, and he's going to like fucking Ivy League for computer software, computer science. He said, Fuck these guys,
3: Mister Potato Head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> also like that's a very but, Canadian that's a very Canadian like payback right there yes. oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Could, it's not inappropriate it at all it's like I'm gonna make yeah. it Mr. Potato Head pal exactly. like, like an awesome like
1: you could have made, made it anything but.
2: right an American student would have made it some sex shit like that's yeah. what it would have been so You're,
3: my question is if you could make everything ring up as one thing what would it be oh man
2: Um, um like the first thing that comes to my mind is like tampons because then like every dude that was checking it out and it like comes across the screen as tampons will be like oh fuck what I swear I wasn't doing it (laughs) (laughs) they're for my girlfriend I swear
1: (laughs) Jorphy I
4: was thinking a pregnancy test yeah
1: I was thinking a pregnancy test for KY jelly, man. yeah (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah. we're (laughs) making like something like super fucking expensive so they're like buying bread and it comes up and it's like a four thousand a four hundred dollar playstation or something
3: it's like oh yeah that would be good too what you got what would you do so mine wasn't as good but i was just thinking something super like embarrassing like an over the counter herpes cream or something (laughs) oh you could make it you
2: could make it a cream for uh when you have hemorrhoids that would be pretty embarrassing yeah, yeah, right. oh Recticare, yeah good
3: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey man the hemis are a real bitch all right <laughs> so, but you can't tell me it wasn't awkward
2: when you had to when you have to buy that shit
3: no oh, i don't give a fuck man you're like this is for my <laughs> ass toll and it's gonna work wonders <laughs> i postmated that shit one time Oh. That, that guy it was so, it. No, i was in such like bad pain oh i, I couldn't drive because like every bump hurt right oh. so i was like you know what nope, i'm postmating it or i think it was favor at the time whatever right yeah. and so i plugged it in like the walgreens i had to like special order it because it wasn't on the list or whatever but i knew <laughs> oh. they had it oh. so the guy like says, "Hey, I'm here." I meet him at the door, and he goes, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "No, I'm not. Thank you," and I left. No,
2: what you should have done is you should have like in the delivery instructions should have been like, "Call me when, text me when you get here." So then he gets here, and he's like, "Hey, I'm here," and then you could text him back and be like, "All right, I need you to walk in the front door, go to the bathroom, open the door, and hand me the cream,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then see what he does." Yeah. Uh, uh, the guy was already scarred. He had to buy something called Recticare on a favor account. Oh
2: uh, no! Oh fuck! Shit, all
3: all right.
4: Right. Hey, uh, y'all want some two stories that are not like that,
3: but they're all right? Do you want me to finish what he's wearing news first? Or oh, no? I thought you, i thought you were done. Yeah, no, go ahead. I got one more. So there's a lawsuit for the Canadian Hockey League that alleges hockey players were forced to bob for apples and urine. Well, we went from
4: one side of the Canadian spectrum to the other real quick. That's
3: because
2: it's about hockey. They take that hockey shit way too seriously. So
3: apparently he made them bend over on a knee. Okay, well, this is a different part. It's a big hazing scandal, I guess. One part is saying, just bend over on my knee. I just want to slap your ass a bit. The veterans in the room started yelling months to do it and said if he didn't, they'd beat his ass. (laughs) And he walked over to the player who caressed his ass before smacking it. That blossomed into a bare ass and then paddle. It was ultimately better when the paddle got introduced because at least the physical touch wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) This is some,
2: this is some like 90s frat shit right here. Yeah.
3: Yes. So. Um, we're 2000s core shit. There was yeah. one <laughs> other. Too. So the lawsuit alleges a litany of abuse. Players were sexually assaulted, forced to masturbate in front of teammates or coaches <laughs> made to consume the urine, saliva, semen, or feces of teammates. Oh my God. Forced into sexual engagement with animals had their genitals tied to heavy objects or dipped into irritants or toxic, toxic liquids and had things forcibly shoved into their anuses.
2: Why? <laughs> this is Dude, this is what, some nothing s- is worth serious it? ass shit. Yeah. You told me this
1: why. lawsuit You're is going to be for the next 20 seasons. I wouldn't even consider this. It's, uh.
3: it's going to be real bad. Like I get
2: these are athletes that work their whole lives to get to this point. I don't give a fuck. I will quit the sport right now before I do any of that shit. Yeah.
3: And they want having, to having sex with an animal? What what the the fuck? Fuck?
2: And that's like that's
1: like the eighth worst on the list. First of all, I was gonna say that's not even the worst thing. Second of all, I was gonna say, I'm gonna go the letter Kenny route right here and say allegedly.
3: Allegedly. Ah, what the! Fuck? Oh my God! It's dude. so bad. I
2: didn't really fuck that ostrich! To
1: be
3: um, honest. there is one other part that I wanted to find.
2: There's more. these weird news got fucking dark.
3: Bonds, who intends to add his name to the lawsuit, told Vice he was forced to bob for apples, but did see it happen. It did wasn't forced to bob for apples, but did see it happen, and remembered the mix being dark with chewing tobacco spit.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's,
3: uh. that's hepatitis. God. Oh, so Jesus Christ. Sometimes players pour... Okay, the lawsuit also details a disturbing but well-known ritual for junior teams. During road trips, the lawsuit claims a group of rookies get stripped naked and forced into the team bus washroom for lengthy periods of times. Sometimes players pour chewing tobacco urine and spit on them through the vents. Why? I just so much. Why? This is something in the hockey community that every single person knows about and just assumed was normal said months. Everyone knows about the quote hot box. That, I mean, that's just, I mean, it's just brutal. The, literally the article was so long that I quit reading. We, we got, we it, it is answer. like pages and pages and pages long. That's awful. This yeah, isn't,
2: this is. isn't like, this really doesn't fit Woody's weird news. It's like, because it's like a national, like it's going to be a huge right? story. Yeah, it's a crisis. the only place
3: I could find an article was on Vice. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not blaming you for putting it on here. No, 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 no. Yeah, this is I'm just like saying very like, this new. Is next level. But I shit. don't think like the national media is caught up with. Because the only yeah. thing I could find it on was Vice. Especially. Oh, no, it'll, it'll go. Look- it'll go huge real yeah. quick. Yeah. I looked for it on like the big, the big uh, news places, but it wasn't there. It's gonna be or They're
2: not. The other is so bad. They're not gonna even want to fucking talk about it.
3: Ah! Uh, Gotta <laughs> figure out
2: how
1: to. It's, how to go. This is
3: gonna be huge. Was it a professional team? It's the CHL, the Canadian Hockey League. Wow,
1: man. I mean, it is a different world, man. Like, don't get me wrong. No, man. don't give me that no, shit. No, no, no. Trust me, I'm not defending this by any means. Not even a. Not even a little bit.
2: But, well, anyway. I mean, so oh, I don't really have a story but I just I found one that has a headline and then the rest of the story sucks but the headline's funny. So the headline is leech crawls inside elderly man's penis and drinks pint of
3: blood. Yeah, I saw that one but the article the, the sucked. Headline, the headline was good though.
2: So I just felt yeah. like reading the
3: headline. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Interesting.
2: No yeah. no man has ever like no man that's ever swam in a sketchy body of water whether you're like in a river or a pond or somewhere where you like not completely sanitary has it been like dude what happens if yeah oh, oh, a bug absolutely. or something swims up my penis ever, ever so that's like worst case little, scenario
1: ever since i, I know, learned about
4: this I've, I've thought about getting a leech on my it. foot but
1: every t- every ever since i learned about those little fish in the amazon or wherever that'll swim up your stream of pee even if you're out of the water i have been absolutely terrified of that oh yeah yeah so I got something that probably
4: could have made Woody's weird news if I had told a news station. <laughs> okay. It's I mean so this is really just a testament to my fat boy lifestyle. Um so I had somebody come help me unload some of my now fiance's uh Congrats by the way. Thank you, sir. And uh unload some of her furniture and i told him i'd get him breakfast and stuff well i didn't know that they started doing masks mandatory in this little town of three thousand people so i pull up to the donut shop and i'm like man i'm not turning around and i start looking at my truck i don't have any masks i don't have shit but what i do have is some rope from the night before when we were tying down the furniture and i have a lighter and i have random assortment of shit. so i look through it and there's a fucking sock. Geoffy MacGyver. I stab a hole in the sock with my key, burn a burn the rope off into different pieces, and then tie it through the sock holes. Put it over my mouth and instantly dry heave because it was not a clean sock. It wasn't even like. A lightly used sock. It was a disgusting-ass, musty sock. But you know what? I put my mask on and went and got donuts, and it tasted like asshole.
2: The donuts with the mask?
3: Yes. That is fucking gross. My God.
2: At least, okay, look, I mean, it was probably a very bad sock, but at least it wasn't, like, played... Four straight hours of pickup at the rec oh. level of sock—that's next level shit. It
1: might have been. You never know, man.
2: No, nah, that boy hasn't played basketball in like four years. Don't let him lie. That's what I'm saying, dude. You never know. A <laughs> four-year-old sock.
1: <laughs> dude, he had a tree growing in the back of in the
2: bed of his truck. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> he did have a tree growing in the bed.
4: I did have a tree growing. It wasn't a tree, it was a corn
1: stalk bitches. Corn stalk, yeah, I'm sorry cuz cuz I spilled the corn. Yeah, that was my bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: But so, then he left it back there for like uh, fucking 6 months it felt like. I really yeah. it was it was a long. Time. It was all a uh, deer season. Yeah. So I
3: just saw something uh,
0: I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screen some ladies. Got a
3: nice ring to it. I guess every super need his theme music.
4: No so we're we're joined today by the one and only, the infamous, the famous, however you wanna look at it. The Jay boy He's gonna uh recover in Auburn today, and we decided to reach out to him and he was very gracious to join us and give us some insight. He's got a ton of knowledge, a ton of connections, and we'll just uh, shoot the shit with him for a little bit today and see what he has predicted for the 2020 Auburn Tigers. So, um, Jay boy I know we, we talked earlier. If you want to go ahead and give a quick rundown of your background and everything yeah. for everything
0: yeah, uh, number one, I'd first off like to, you know, thank everybody for letting me come on. Man, y'all do a heck of a job. And, and if this is anybody's first time listening, y'all need to make sure y'all subscribe and listen to these guys. They know what they're talking about. But, you know, I uh, coached college football for nine years. Uh, played at the University of South Alabama. Actually played baseball in college. Uh, my father played in the NFL. I uh, was an All-American at Auburn. So I kind of grew up, you know, around the game. Grew up in a field house. You know, I was the kid out in the practice field tackling the dummy when everybody else practiced. Um, and, you know, it's kind of something that, especially being from Auburn, Alabama and, and, and being from this state, it's ingratiated you regardless of who your dad is, you know, when you're born and, and you have to make a choice and, and it's something that is beautiful. It's, it's part of a uh, part of the society. And, and again, decided uh, I would try and take some of my knowledge and in the recruiting game and obviously in the, in the in the sports realm, and it's at, and more than just football; it's basketball too. I feel like I got a pretty good grip on that. I had a pretty decent jump shot, so. But uh, started this podcast about two months ago, and, and we've had some really good guests. Man, had Bruce Pearl, um, have a couple guys from ESPN, Jimmy Dykes, Cole Kublik. I uh, got some big ones coming on. Um, not going to mention those right now. Going to make some announcement on those, but uh, again, excited to talk some ball with you guys, and uh, you know, get to hear from some other guys that know what they're talking about.
4: What uh how do you normally record your podcast? Do
0: you have like a little studio set up or dude bro, you wanna hear the craziest thing ever? So yeah. I started I started this literally on anchor using my phone and this busted ass laptop. So I would take this, no joke, and I'm literally talking to Jimmy Dykes from ESPN. I have him on the phone and he's on speaker and I'm talking into the mic and holding it next to the mic like this. <laughs> But the cool part was, so I did that for the first few that I kind of did with some, you know, decent name people, not, not anybody outside of Auburn would really know, Right. but I did that and then all of a sudden this dude who's a huge Auburn fan, this guy named Faison DMs me and he's like, hey man, he's like, I do studio work for like Wiz Khalifa and Kid Cudi. He's like, I'm a huge Auburn fan, like I love your recruiting info, can you just send your files to me and let me master them and like I'll make you an intro and all type of stuff. So I was like, yeah. Oh, so shit. I don't know if yeah. So like I don't know if you listen to the show, but that intro we have to me is fire. Like the yeah, intro okay. is fire. And Faison, just I told him like I just I, at the end of every podcast I'm like gotta give a shout out to, to Harry Potter in the studio. Faison, just yeah whipping it up. Like I tell people like he's my Merlin. Like I, it, <laughs> it's funny, it's funny because I know I'm decently technologically smart. You know I just turned 30, so I kind of got a good idea. But right. I mean I sent it to him and I gave him my anchor password and I'm like you just. You go in there and you do you, and he did him, and it sounds so much better. But I did that one. I liked that, and I figured it out. But literally, dog, I'm just sitting right here, just spitting it. And people – and it's crazy. So I don't write down any questions or nothing. Right. You just kind of talk to them. Off the dome. Like yeah. Because I feel like you get – it becomes – like I, I interviewed Marquise Daniels today. The guy used to play mm-hmm. for the Mavericks, played for Auburn. And – we just, I forgot I was interviewing them like 10 minutes in, like we're just talking like me and you are talking right here, but it's great. Right. Like, that's what people like. It's, right. it, it's kind of, I call it casually invasive, mm-hmm. but it's just me. Cause again, the nine years of coaching really helps out. Like just when you're talking scheme, but where it really helps out is the recruiting side, because you have to know, I I'm lucky enough to know recruiting coordinators, but other people that do it, you have to know where the information comes from. So, like, if you're ever doing recruiting predictions, I would go literally follow the top 10 graphics guys you find on Twitter because they uh-huh. know before a- anyone. Why uh-huh. is that? Because they make the graphics for the school. Now, the crazy part is, like, Christian Leary, who committed to Bama, we're, like, 26 to 27 in predictions. And Christian because Le- I know the only way we're going to miss is if the coaches miss, which happens, which happens here. But I'll take those odds. Nobody else is getting All that. Right. And that's why I could – hit my boy up in Georgia right now. It wasn't Georgia. It's at Tennessee now with Pruitt. Because these guys know. Like, if I hit my boy up in Tennessee, and I'm like, look, man, where's this Where's this linebacker going? If he's not going to Tennessee, Kevin knows he's probably going to LSU because yeah. he talked to the kid. And the kid's like, Coach, I appreciate it. But I think, you know, Baton Rouge is home for me. So he don't right. give a shit anymore if anybody knows. Right. No, he almost wants to ruin it for the kid.
4: So is that kind of how, like, the news gets out? Normally it's the guys that don't. Like, if the guys go into your school, you read the, those mods in their posts, they're like, you know, it's still up in there. Nobody really knows, but all these, like, crystal balls and stuff are flowing. Yeah, in. it's,
0: yeah. It, it's so, it's, it's literally like, I compare it to wartime. It's a battle for information. So, mm-hmm. whoever has the monopoly on information is going to be able to do whatever they want. Well, what Rivals and 247 did, if you look, is a lot of them took a bunch of the beat writers from whether it be Auburn or whatever, and they kind of ingratiated them into 247. And even look at Jay Tate, who the publisher for AuburnSports.com, was a beat writer forever for Auburn. Yeah. So he has a relationship with the people that matter. Right. But he knows who the money, who makes the decisions. But the way the information gets put out is, you know, obviously coaching staffs don't trust a lot of people. But people don't realize they're not in bed with 247, especially Auburn. 247 screws Auburn. Auburn is pissed at 247 right now for what they've done in the rankings because they Dude. gave Ian Jackson that fourth star. He's not a four star. They gave him that four star because Bama missed out on a four star linebacker and didn't want to look stupid. So it, there's so much, man. It, and most of these guys don't know football and I hate to be like that, but it's just, you start talking around them and you actually start talking real football and that they can't handle it. That's why I just, that's why I don't even talk to rivals or, you know, 247 mm-hmm. Marcelo asked me, you know what I'm saying? So that's fine. I'll get the yeah. head, but I'm not going to let any more of these, you know, beat writers really come on here. And,
4: yeah, like, I got you. So So you guys, when
0: did y'all start? Enough about me. When did y'all start this? Shit. Three
4: months ago, two months ago. Nice.
0: Okay. About, I started about two months ago. No shit. Yeah, dude. Look at it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
4: You, uh, you got a little bit more, uh, pool and knowledge than we do.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it's just what, I mean, if, if I was a freaking chef for nine years, I could probably start a pretty good chef podcast. Right. Exactly. It's just, um, and I did this kind of on a whim, you know what I'm saying? I was at my Mm. Montana state And came down for the break and was like, man, I just want to do something else. I've been doing it for nine years. It's just such a grind. Recruiting. I was recruiting coordinator for four. And I just started this, man. I was a journalism major and just started doing it. And it just took I'm. It's timing, man. It's it's like, but again, like y'all, shoot, y'all started a couple months ago, man. Look, all it takes, all it takes, man, is just to get hot. It's just like, baby, you just got to get hot. Once you get hot, you're straight. All it takes is one like me. Like I was hot. I was hot. That Jimmy Dykes one made me really hot. And after I got mm-hmm. that Jimmy Dykes one, then I got Bruce Pearl. And now yeah, that I got Bruce, Bruce Pearl one
4: was good. I, I appreciate
2: up. it. I was a good appreciate one. It. Yeah. He's so
0: cool, dude. He answered the phone. He was like, what's up Jay boy. I was like, this is fucking
2: awesome. I, I, I don't think you can have Bruce Pearl on a, on a podcast or on anything and it not be a good, exactly. Inspiring. It was like, easy. I think that's just how it's going to go. Yeah, it was easy. And again, I
0: had, you know, the biggest thing for me is, Another cool thing is when you coach, you know the questions that they can't answer, but you know how to ask them in a way where they can kind of answer it. For an example, everybody in Auburn's freaking out about Jonathan Kamiga. I asked him, because Auburn's got that one spot on the roster left, and everybody's like, oh, you missed out on Jalen Green, Greg Brown. Jonathan Kaminga's about to go pro. You know what's to do with that? So I asked him instead of being like, what are you going to do? Please tell me with that last roster spot. I basically asked him, is – is there a way in basketball for scholarships to be able to carry over sometimes like there is in football? You know, I'm a football guy, and, and basketball roster management is really interesting. Will you guys carry over scholarships? And now that gives him an avenue to be able to answer it without really saying Jonathan Kaminga's not coming here. All he said was, yeah, you know, right now we're just looking for the best fit, and if we don't find that, then, you know, we're probably going to hold it on to the next year. And I just want to make sure we – and, again, he answered it without – breaking any rules or me looking like an asshole or trying to get something controversial. He actually said a few things that were sound bites that I didn't ask him to. I mean, he started going into a little, a little bit politically, which I stay away from right. you know, as much as possible. And he was like, you know, it's one nation, one God, and we need to start acting like it. That's the one that old oh boy from USA today, that one. And I came to Auburn because of the fan base and telling mm-hmm. the story about him taking the job that's what got it put in USA today. So it's man, it's all about framing the question, but, Again, man, it's you guys. The biggest thing, my thing is I just, I like to talk. I can talk to people and I know football. So I just like, what are the two things that I could use that for? And I was like, football podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like the Matrix. I'll let these
4: guys introduce themselves. but so basically me and James and Woody yeah, were all on College Station at the same time. And Flounder was in the same fraternity as us. But we uh just were part of the same
1: time.
0: Flounder. I love that nickname. I know what you do for fun. <laughs> Welcome to the team.
4: But we uh so we, we just always bullshit and those two always like would get extremely angry at each other while they're saying the same thing. And one day Woody's dad was like, Y'all just need to start a podcast and call it heated agreement. And so they always talked about doing it, and then when Corona hit, I was like, Y'all yeah, know, let's quit quit just talking about this it on board, like there's nothing to do yeah so then we kind of kicked it off and then I have like a little half ass sports blog that I use as a as that's what I messaged you on so yeah okay so that's uh that's kind of what we use as our platform and stuff to get it nice. out
0: yeah. wow dude I like the <laughs> setup man I was looking at y'all a little bit it was kind of a crazy day today but you know I was looking at a little bit and, and again man I respect it I respect the grind I respect the hustle and again, just stay at it, bro. Yeah, people. Not, people are never going to stop like liking, listening to people talking about sports.
4: No, exactly. And Except for when there's no sports. Flounder, James, y'all got any questions? That, these off the record, on the record, y'all. Want...
2: Oh, I just wanted to say we were talking earlier about 24 seven and um, Auburn's disdain for him, and that just adds, that, that just <laughs> yeah, adds to shared. the connection that a And M and Auburn have. Like, yeah, like the universities are so similar, the fan base is very similar, and both of them hate 24 every, – every, all the recruiting profiles, they all hate them. We hate them both. What uh, you
3: were yeah. talking about with them pumping up Bama's numbers, they do the same shit with Texas. It's except the, terrible. Except the
2: difference is Texas doesn't pull Bama recruits. So it's like pumping yeah. up,
3: pumping up much be shittier better. guys. Yeah. They had a guy named Tyler Owens last year. When he committed, he was a three-star, ranked like 800th in the nation and finished a borderline five-star yeah. and didn't get any other offers.
0: Again, it, it, it's, like, it's just like anything. I mean, you have to follow the money most of the time. When you look at the sites that uh, make the most money,
3: yep. Texas it's and Alabama
0: a are game. up there. And, it's a fucking uh, game. You know, I know Bama Online does really well. I know Orange Bloods does really well. And, you yeah. know, it's part of their uh, – kind of part of their business structure that, you know, they're going to reward the people that bring in the most money. Uh, Do I think that is the right way to do it? Honestly, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a huge stars guy. Um, You know, I know they matter to a lot of people. They matter to the perception of the recruiting class, but I look at offers, you know, I'll give you an example. Caleb Johnson's committed to Auburn right now. He's a three-star. Offensive tackle out of Florida. He's got 37 offers. All right, I believe 10 SEC. He's got Notre Dame, Ohio State, Michigan, and everybody like that. If that kid's a three star, then Jesus Christ himself must be a four star because it just, with that offer list, you know, how can you look me in the eyes and tell me that kid's a three star? Now, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, that they probably put two and two together eventually and they don't want to embarrass themselves. So I bet you Caleb Johnson's a four-star when the next rankings come out.
4: Yeah. Was, do y'all remember, was it last year's recruiting cycle when all these people started making uh, fake athletes on
0: Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> was it 24-7 that got busted with that? Yeah, they ranked a, a yeah. kid a four-star that didn't exist. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And then no, rivals no. followed him and went and made a, a, a profile for him as well. Dude, oh, I mean, kudos yeah, to that
0: kid.
1: That's the thing with the whole star system. It can be arbitrary in a lot of ways as, as far as like, you know, the, it, it can be obviously manipulated. And I think that was kind of – I don't know if that was the whole point of that, but it definitely oh, showed. Oh, no,
2: it was. So the whole story behind it, it was a bunch of high school kids that were pissed off about the recruiting rankings. And they decided – they were just sitting in class and said, hey, let's do this. Did it. Made a, made a Twitter profile and tweeted that they got an offer from – I don't remember what school it was. Yeah,
1: it was, it, and, was, it was a big school, too.
2: That is so – Immediately, nervous. and immediately, you know, 24-7 caught wind of it and made a profile on him. <laughs>
1: exactly. well, you, I mean,
2: you
0: can't come back. I don't know how you oh, get they, out of that hole. 24-7 came out, and they
2: were like, oh, it was an automated process yeah, bullshit. that our computer searched. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's,
3: yeah. Automa- yeah. it's automated to make yeah. a guy a four-star, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, the, the no, person was, was automated. Experience.
1: It it brings up a lot of questions about the legitimacy of it that I mean that a lot of people have had for a long time. I also had a random question real quick, uh, just because I have like a uh, sort of a tie to the uh, the uh, the Auburn side. I un- I completely nice. understand what you mean by you got to pick a side at birth, basically, mm-hmm. not because of a And M, but my mom went through it as well. She's from a uh, she's from a small town outside of Birmingham called Center Point.
0: I know so, exactly where that is, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: you know. And uh, so yeah, she 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 picked the good side at birth.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's it's crazy. It's uh, I always tell people if if they played it on Sunday, people wouldn't go to church. You know, <laughs> I remember uh, growing up, my one of my best friends, uh, a guy named Baylor. He was an Alabama fan, and during that week, you know, me and him, we would not talk, and if we did, it was never good. So yeah. whoever won that game, there'd probably be a fight the next week, and then we're friends again for about three hundred fifty eight <laughs> like days. But again, it's great though. It's part it's part of the. Part of the yeah. – ingri- in, in, it's ingrained in you and it's real. And, you know, we don't really have a pro team in Alabama, so we yeah. ride or die on one side of the fence. You know, so I'm
3: also so- a big believer, though, on the pro thing. If you go to a major college football program, you could give a shit about the NFL mm-hmm. compared to your college football team. <laughs> Dude, well, anywhere. If it's a major college football team.
0: AAF team, man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's so – I mean, college is still local. You know oh, yeah. What I'm saying like, like, oh, yeah. College is a local deal. So, you know, it's something to where you don't have to drive, you know, three and a half hours, four hours. Some people do just because of where they live. But, yeah. you know, it, you're not having to go to Atlanta. You're not having to go to Seattle. I, I can wake up in my hometown and walk outside and hear the band playing. There's just something about that. You know, something about that smell, something about that feeling, something about, you know, walking in that gas station on Saturday morning. And everybody's looking at each other, wanting the same thing. You know, right. It's just, uh, you can't oh, yeah. recreate that. It's not fake. It's real. And, you know, that's why those pom poms never stop shaking, baby. It
3: yeah. just. Yeah.
0: Well, and the, the connection to the team is just different. You know, and the pros, yeah.
1: you know,
2: the only connection is you live in the same city. And and for your college team, you know, the connection is you went to the same school for four years as all the players. Yeah. You went and to you the same probably classes. had a drink with the Or You saw them at the board. Yeah. Or you worked for
4: the school. Like, there's like. There's not as many ways to be connected to a pro team as there is a college.
0: Yeah, 100%.
4: So, and it's, and it's like the only, like, I feel like diehards when it comes to sports is like if in the pro sports is when you lived in that city or your mm-hmm. parents grew up rooting for them. And yeah. that's, that's about it whereas there's so Only many reasons I have that flag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. there's so many other ways to get caught up in a college town and the game atmospheres are so amazing, especially I I'm assuming you've been to several places besides Auburn for SEC yeah. games. Yeah, yeah the SEC games are unreal like I mean, and especially like even Nashville, I mean, most of the time it's your own fans that are there, but like
0: yeah. there's just something different about game days at SEC stadiums, but um it is. I'll tell you all real quick, and I don't want to get too long winded, but, but so my second year of coaching at South Alabama, I was, I was quality control, and basically me and the head coach were responsible for special teams, so I was responsible for special teams, which was awesome, you right. know, and, and we were just unclassified and went through that schedule, and it was our first year Division One. and first game we played, we played against Southern Utah and lose at home, game we shouldn't have lost had a decent team, had a few Alabama transfers. Then we go and beat Tulane on the road and and beat Bobby Petrino in Western Kentucky at home. And, you know, we're all exhilarating all that. Well, the next week we go to Tennessee. (laughs) And we're a 55-point underdog. And, man, I played in big games, you know, grew up going to Auburn, you know, know, sitting in the stands and seeing that. And I'll never forget, we uh, were underneath – they're about to run out of the tee and we're underneath literally the visitors locker room in Tennessee. It's a joke. It's basically gravel and a little room and then they do it on purpose. And then, you know, it's, you've got the stands, the grandstands, cause it's huge and it's, they're so loud that, and they're, and they're stomping their feet and all the dirt is coming, falling down from the <laughs> oh, hitting our guys and it's just making a matter and matter and matter. And we were a 55 point dog. And we had some, we had some guys that could play, you know, West Saxon played for the jets. Uh, Ross, our quarterback was the Illinois transfer. So they weren't scared. So man, like I said, I've been a lot of sec games, you know, the coaches run out first, but the assistant coaches, the head coach stays back and runs out with players, man. And you can just see as you're going through this tunnel and, you know, people I know dream about it. It's just like, this looks like it's a little hole at the end of the hallway with light coming in and you can just hear that. You can hear it a little bit, but you can feel it. And it's so loud. This is no joke. We go running out and it's so loud after they had ran through the T that the ground's shaking a little bit. Oh wow. Like it's a little bit. Yeah. And so then the so I'm about as and I'm a fired up guy. I'm about as out of control as I could be without being out of control. And and I'll never forget our players come running out and it's so loud I turn around to go ahead and get the kickoff team ready. And the it was whistling at full speed. Like if somebody just came up to you and did that loud whistle with their fingers out of the holes of their helmet so loud that I can't, I could be standing right next to you and scream at the top of my lungs, and you could not hear me. And oh, wow. just going through that, because we took the ball, shoved it right down the throat and scored, we ended up losing by seven uh, in the last two minutes. But, you know, you talk about being physically and emotionally drained after the game, and I think I probably lost about nine pounds just running <laughs> up and down the sideline. It's just, it's crazy, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah so there's so nothing now, like, I, it just means more. It just yeah. means more, <laughs> <power>, man. <laughs>
4: But yeah, so there's nothing like those atmospheres and it's 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 addicting, you know, versus an NFL game Like if you go to Mile High or Arrowhead, you might get that or or Seattle yeah, but it's, yeah. it's hard to get it all throughout the NFL and we were talking about NFL atmospheres that we want to go to but even the best NFL atmospheres aren't quite what they are and at the best yeah. no, not <laughs> All right guys, so as you can imagine When you get guys like us over here at Heated Agreement mashed up with a guy like Jake, and he has all that knowledge and information for us, we got a little bit long-winded. We're going to go ahead and split this into two parts. So go ahead, find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, all that, and we are going to dive into Auburn's football season and what to expect from the Tigers in 2020 in part two. And with that, I'll see you on the other side. Take it easy.